Welcome to Striker Chat, bringing you the story and characters of Australian Muay Thai with your host, your not so knack Muay, Old Man Welcome to episode 16 of Striker Chat. In today's episode, we have fight promoter, ref, judge, and national head official. Wow, this guy this guy has many hats in this great sport of Muay Thai here in this country. Please give a striking warm welcome to Darius Douch. Yep, uh, couch with a D, mate. Yeah, couch with a D, uh, Douch. I like that. Or a Dutch with an O. Kind of, yeah, kind of. <laughs> Wow, man. Well, thanks. Well, first, first thing, mate, thank, thank you for joining us here on Striker Chat. Thanks for having me. No worries, mate. Mate, let's start from the beginning. Tell us about yourself. Yep. yep. You know, where you grew up, where uh, you're born. Yeah, well, I'm, uh, I, I, uh, I, up, I was brought up in Wembley. Um, so, North, n- North River. Yeah. Yeah, so you're well, I'm sa- I'm, I'm, I've been south of the river for many years, but I, I was brought up in Wembley and yeah. played all my junior footy at uh, Wembley and uh, amateur footy at West Coast Amateurs. So I love my footy and, yeah. and Muay Thai. I did both at the same time all through my 20s. And okay, yeah. And, uh, yeah, played my last game when I was, like, 29 and about D grade, about fourth grade down, I think, that by was then. West, where where no, were they situated? West, West Coast, Coast Amateurs, City Beach, over City Be- right oh. on the beach there, yeah. Weren't they like City Beach Bears or something like that back no. in the day? Were they uh, in the amateurs? That, all right. Did yeah. you ever play against Ferndale? Yep, Ferndale. Yeah, yeah. The, the Dirty, Mung- Dirty Mungles. I played against them. Oh, they got a bad name. That's, <laughs> the, that's <laughs> the Langford. The Langford Oval there. Yeah, Langford, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's, yeah, that's, yeah. that's yeah. what I, I grew up. I Langford. played almost every ground around Perth back in the day. <laughs> back so in the 90s, we had one umpire. It was game on. <laughs> game on <laughs> remember that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you remember them fights? All <laughs> the fights. Yep. So yeah, played footy, and then and, and what do you do for work? Uh, I, I run a national uh, vehicle company. Um, okay, yeah. Disposals of vehicles, yeah. So I, I ran dealerships uh, for many years, 18 years. I was dealer principal of some of some of the biggest yards around Perth. But yeah. um, working in the head office now, doing um, doing something a bit different with, with um, our group and something on a national level, which is a bit di- bit different for me. Yeah. Pretty exciting, this this part of my career, this stage of my life. Oh, that's, that's fucking awesome. Something awesome. different, yeah. Awesome, awesome to hear. And um, what's your background there, mate? You, you, you got a bit of the... Uh, I'm going to be racist. Yeah. It's a bit <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Like touch He's allowed to be racist. Yeah, so that's touch right. Of, touch of the tar <laughs> brush. Some colour he can be. <laughs> <laughs> touch, touch of the tar brush, as they used to say. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Your back Sorry, guys, if you get offended by that. What, what's your background there, mate? Uh, well, it's 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 complicated to be honest. My dad's uh, as Aussie. So Ocker. he's an Aussie. Yeah, <laughs> my my dad's as Aussie Ocker as it gets. Flannel yeah. shirt, black jeans, boots, drinks, emu export, all that kind of stuff. Oh, oh man, that's a good. Calls me a yuppie if he sees me drinking a Corona. Uh, but he's also he's Australian Scottish. And okay, on yeah. my mother's side, she's uh, English, Anglo Indian and Portuguese. 
Oh, okay. So I'm definitely a mixture. Oh, so the Anglo-Indian. That's why, yeah. I, that's why we've got this connection yeah, there, mate. Colour, Burmese mate. Indian. Burmese <laughs> and Indian. <laughs> <laughs> so you did play sport. As, as you got into your footy at all. So I'm, I'm guessing centre-half, forward, around there, Ruckman. Or uh, Ruckman and juniors. Yeah. I stopped, I've been this height since I was 16. Bullshit. Uh, yeah. You would have been fucking killing it back then. Yeah, I was, yeah. And then I, um, and then I stopped growing. So I was I was full-back, centre-half-back. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, yeah. down the spine there. Yeah. I feel yeah. like that's a, uh, a common thing, you know. <clears throat> a lot of young guys come through the gym and they, they like switch back and forth between footy and Muay Thai. Yeah. I know I did when I was like 15, 16. That's what you played as, as well, yeah. 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 I, I never stopped though. So I, I was obviously I was playing footy since under sixes. So I did footy first. But yeah. um, I, I boxed from my late teens to 20 or 21. And I started Muay Thai, 21 or 22. But I did together. Like I always trained my Muay Thai. Yeah. Um, you know, so two or three times a week so and still played footy. What, what, when did you start getting into Muay Thai? Let's, 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 let's start with yeah. the Muay Thai journey. Yeah, okay. Wind it wind back a bit. I, yeah. I actually boxed uh, for two or three years at uh, Morley Police Boys and YMCA. Okay, yeah. Uh, boxed there for a couple of years. Uh, with a mate of mine, we trained together. He actually owns quite a lot of BJJ gyms now, Legion 13, Grayson okay. West. Oh, yep. okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. He's, he's amazing at, at BJJ. But back then he boxed. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I went along with him. And then, um, yeah, and then he he went to a kickboxing slash Muay Thai class at KMA in Victoria Park, early nineties. I reckon oh, it would early have been nineties. Yeah, yep. Um, and then he's like, "Oh, you got to try this sport out." So then, next thing you know, he's at my house with pads, and we're teaching each other, and we didn't know what the hell we're doing. <laughs> that's that's like the I ask this I mm. ask this question all the time to most of the people that come on board. I come on um, for for interviews. They always talk about the early nineties, and that's when that's that movie. That Van Damme movie, Bloodsport. Yeah, yeah, there was a bit of that. Yeah, I think I think that was, that, yeah. that, was look, that, that really that, that tracked a lot of people. But yeah. at the same token, um, I might be a little bit biased because look, there's been plenty of decades to great for Muay Thai, but the nineties was probably the golden era. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I was yeah. just about to mention. Yeah. I think like really in Thailand, that was the the height of. Muay Thai at the time and okay. probably spread a lot 100%. during the 90s. Ah, yeah. so the that's big explosion in, and expansion in the 90s. In the 90s. And, and, Someone and should do a documentary about We were so lucky then because Pon was bringing that's the right. world's Pom. absolute stars yeah. to Perth uh, back at Crown Casino. Oh, and, you know, Pon, Pon Pon was that Battle Colossal? No, well before then. Well yeah. before then. Uh, wow. I can't remember what it was called to be honest but we had Coban in Perth and one of my favourite Dutch fighters, Ron Parr, brought out on a show called Ryan Simpson that Eugene actually fought at that big show oh in um, yeah. Jamaica. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, remember Eugene, that, Eugene yeah. broke his arm. Um, yeah, he broke his arm with those body kicks or, yep. or arm kicks. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, you know, we're, we're probably a bit lucky then, but we didn't have social media. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, you had your international kickboxing magazine and you had the good old-fashioned phone. So we just – and flyers. Yeah. And flyers would get distributed amongst the gyms and, and that's how we knew uh, about shows, really. Yeah. Um, the same to same time BJC, BJC were doing the their – Bob Jones their Corporation for the listeners. They were doing their promotions too. Um, yeah. Called uh, at Bronson's Nightclub in Junalup. I and remember and that they were on, they were on a they were on a Tuesday night, um, <laughs> once every three or four months. I can't yeah. remember. And um, smoke filled room, you know, yeah, fighters yeah. fighting with a cloud of cigarette smoke. Uh, <laughs> and I remember, <laughs> and back then I remember, you Good know, I remember, I remember watching, uh, you know, Riddler fight there. Harold Olsen fought there. Dan Skinner's uncle fought there. Yep, Jason yep. Skinner. Jason Skinner. Yeah, Jason Skinner. Back in the day. Back that's in the Peter Devine days. Yep. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Skinner and Devine. The, the shed out here in uh, Gosnells. Yeah, with Blair, yeah. with Blair and uh, Harold trained yep. them as well. Yep. Pete Devine. So um, this is, these are the godfathers of of uh, Perth Muay Thai here. The old days. Yeah. Yeah. So look, I originally, um, originally, I saw Oliver Olsen fight uh, headliner show for Pon. He knocked out 
I think, I can't remember if it was this fight, but one of the fights, he knocked out the John Wayne part at the time. If you ever get a chance, Roy, look up Tony Hollywood Hill. Okay, yeah. He, okay. Was, he was the man in Australian Muay Thai before John Wayne part, from Queensland in the 90s. Tough as nails. I believe he's probably the, one of the first Aussies to fight um, in Thailand. I think it was one of the big stadiums. Uh, before John Wayne Parr? Oh, yeah. yeah 100%. Really? So he's not... Well so before John Wayne Parr. John Wayne Parr would have been, what, like 90s. 16, 17, yeah, yeah. maybe, around yeah. this time? And, and like, I'm, I'm not saying he's better than John Wayne Parr. I'm just yeah. saying he was before. Yeah. But who, what was his name? Sorry, sorry. What was Tony Hill. Tony Hollywood Hill was Tony his Tony Hollywood Hill. The name mm. does ring a bell. So, Blonde man, a lot, of, a lot of the guys that are uh, fans of Australian Muay Thai mm. would, would say John Wayne Parr is the GOAT. But, but there was someone before. Maybe he uh, kind of, you know, so Hollywood many. Hill might have started the the notoriety of ah, Australia. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. yeah. Park yeah. kind of took it to the next level. Yeah, so. yeah, 100%. Okay. Yeah. But, you know, um, so I saw Oliver win, I think it was a WMC Australian title, knocked Tony out. I think it was the first time he even had an eight count, let alone be knocked out. And that really impressed me, you know. Like, yeah. And um, so I got to know, I, I literally walked up to Oliver and introduced myself. Yep. Uh, because I'd done the boxing and I'd had these silly little backyard lessons that we didn't know what we were doing. And I was just, wanted to know more or learn yeah. more. And um, yeah, so I went, that probably about 94, 95 by then, I think, met Oliver. And I started doing one-on-ones with him in a little gym where he was teaching while he was still fighting um, North Perth there on Charles Street. It was under it's a, a drum shop now, I think. And it was like a little studio, <laughs> but it wasn't a proper yeah. gym. It was nothing like this, you know, back no. then the gyms were tiny. And um, so I, did, I started on one-on-ones to learn, and then when I was confident, um, joined classes. But the classes back then were like, you know, not like today, they're like five or six in a class. Yeah, you know, and it would have been, 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 been like proper blood, sweat and tears. Yeah. Well, how, long had, um, how long had Oliver been here? Is, has he always been... In WA or no? He came to Perth. Uh, he literally came to Perth at eighteen or nineteen in the early like ninety or ninety one. Yeah. And I think he met Pond and started training like within six months. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember he like you know as he tells me I don't remember the time but he trained for like a month before or two months before he had his first fight. Okay. And, yeah. and, and, and when you say it related to Kim Olsen? Yep. Cousin. Uh, so cousin? Harold, Harold, oh, wow. Harold and Ki- Harold and Kim are brothers. Yep. And uh, they're cousins of Oliver. Okay. Okay. But there's also another brother before them, Steve Olsen, who fought same time as them so there's, there's four I think Dylan Olsen as well he fought a couple of times out of Riddlers I'm not sure on the relationship I don't, I don't think they're related oh really yeah, just I share the last I, name I could be wrong I yeah. don't think they're related okay yeah um, but certainly Steve <coughs> um, yeah Steve was was around the same time as Harold and Oliver yeah. when they were fighting and then Kim came along a little bit later so this was your first trip or your your, your first taste of Muay Thai yes that, that, that love of Muay Thai started yeah. to come into it yeah we didn't really the, the studio that I'm talking about we trained was just was really a studio. The first proper um, Muay Thai gym I trained at um, was Brett Dalton's, the dark side. Okay. Uh, it was his gym <laughs> in Balcata. And, you know, he's still there. Okay, and yeah. Brett's a, Brett Dalton's a man now. You don't you don't hear his name a lot. But I've, no. got, I've got the utmost utmost respect for Dalton's. And, you know, he really yeah. is one of the OGs of Perth Muay Thai. And a little while ago, someone asked me to name my top 10 fighters of WA of all time. And, you know, most skillful, most this, most that, and I had Dolts down as the biggest heart I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah he nice. was an absolute warrior, and I'm sure Blair will tell you too. Roy, yeah, but yeah, but mm-hmm. yeah. Um, Blair always regales us with his tales. Mate, Kurovic, oh, Doltsy, Kurovic, best elbow fight I've ever seen. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Oh, I've right. said that. I'm spewing that there's not like you know, Sean, the strongest man in the clinch you'll ever see. Yeah, that's what Blair DC. said. He's ridiculously strong. So Blair would have fought this fellow as well. About back, back in them. I days. think Blair and Kurovic. Trained together. Okay. Yeah. For Kurevic, Kurevic. yeah. What's his first? Darren, Darren Kurevic. Darren. His no, partner Darren. for domination. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Sorry. 
That's why we got Buddy the, uh, newbie. Yeah. <laughs> the enthusiast who wants to know. Because <laughs> I've heard uh, that That's why it gets people like you on, Darius. Yes, Darius. I'll get, I'll get the experts to make, look, make, me, make, me, make me sound good. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so Dolts had a, a, you know, you know, back in those days, and I'm sure it still is today, it was a, you know, world-class gym. It was my head a yeah. ring, you know. We didn't have a ring in the studio. Yeah, we had a yeah. ring and we had bags and, um, you know, <laughs> all, the, really all the stars that would, that would come out to Perth. Um, would you know tr- would train there and it was just amazing. You know some of our sparring partners back then, uh, Oliver coached out of there and you know we had Oliver myself, um, you know uh, Daniel Dawson trained out of there. Daniel Dawson, Dawson. Yeah. that's and an old that's a name that rings. Yeah, he went yeah. to boxing, Ron didn't he? Pa- he, he did for a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, And Ron Parr was one of the co- was one of the coach- coaches that would use the space there. Um, Charlie Bellamy back when he was like a, I remember ch- sparring Charlie when he was not so much a kid but like boys. Well, yeah, I suppose 16, mm. 17. And and he's now part of the. Uh, MTA judging and refing team, um, yeah. excellent, you know, experience. Great man, yeah. yeah. He's living in uh, Melbourne at the moment. We need to get him back to Perth to For rejoin sure. the team. But, um, <laughs> yeah, so look, um, yeah, a lot of good memories. Uh, like I said, Dolce's gym was 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 the first proper gym as far as the ring and everything goes. Yeah. And, and hard sparring and all that kind of stuff back in the day. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah Set that, the that blueprint. Yeah. Yep. Nice. Yep. So um, you, you obviously still train a bit of Muay Thai and, and, and every I now and then. You I do. Yeah. Yep. I'm getting older. Um, we all we all are. Yeah. I, I still I still spar and I, and I probably shouldn't, but I just enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't get hard anymore, but um, I wake up a bit <laughs> sore, but it just uh, keeps me functioning. I get to work in the morning, and even though I'm a bit sore and I'm hobbling around, it, it, yeah. I just feel so good at work, yeah. men- mentally sharp. You yeah. Know? yeah. It's and invigorating. It's yep. Yeah. It and is, you know yeah. we've got such a good crew um, at GTG Gabs Gym where I train, and I've been there quite a, quite a while now since Olsen closed um, OMTF and so met really good friends there and they've got some really good fighters Where's it? Wh- which gym do you, do you train at now? Uh, GTG which uh, Gav's it's, Thai it's Boxing Gym Yeah it's, it was called Gav's Thai Boxing Gym he's now rebranded at GTG oh, okay, yeah. And that's yeah. that's out Myrie. at Myrie Yeah so Gav's my partner with the show oh, oh, yeah. With the show as yeah. well so, so I'm a co-promoter And, te- and technician Tiff Yes, <laughs> yeah, she, she's Tiff, out, yeah, yeah. Tiff's out. Uh, Tiff's out at that. Spied well. Tiff a few times. She got. She has heart. She, she, she yeah. got heart. She's good. I love. I love Tiff. Shout out to you, Tiff. Yeah, um, Tiff Dini, as we call her. But, um, <laughs> Tiff Dini. <laughs> yeah, uh, but look, yeah, it's a good. It's a yeah. you know, I, I've, I I still train. You know, once a week. Sometimes I skip. I skip a week, but I still run two or three times a week. Yeah, um, which I, I I can't stop because that also keeps me functioning. Have um, to. Have to keep moving. Yeah, you got to keep moving. Yeah, yeah. my problem is I'll get to training. I hop in the bag and as soon as sparring starts, I just no pad work. Straight in, <laughs> <laughs> can't help myself. Oh, man, I, can't I, help I keep saying to myself, I'm not going to spar. I'm just going to do pad work. <laughs> yeah, but no, 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 can't do. help yourself. You know what? Like, just good fun. After stop, uh, after I've stopped um, fight training and all that myself, I, I can fully relate. You know, because yeah. it'll be like intermediates will be sparring, and I'll be like, there'll be an odd number, and I'll be like, yeah, no, I'll go on there. I'll put the shinies on. Yeah, jump no, in. you jump. It's, it's so enjoyable. Like Darius was just mm. saying, like you jump in and, and obviously you've been doing it for years, you've got the skills and mm. that kind of helps because you're not as active as some of these younger guys. Yeah, oh but, yeah, um, definitely. But it, it invigorates you, it feels, makes you feel good, makes well, you feel it, alive, you know? Is it, is it more like um, because you're sparring and you're in that flow state? And I think I think we all we all like to be on flow state where we're working hard and also loving it at the, at the at, and learning at the same time. So you get into flow state when you're sparring because you're just in the moment and... Just enjoy it. Yeah. yeah That's even getting punched in the face, yeah. getting a you bruised leg, waking up sore, hobbling around because... I'm getting older now, and so I'm, you know, the hard kicks to the legs. I really feel the warnings, <laughs> yeah. but no, but I I really enjoy it. You know, like I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm 50 next year, so, so welcome to the club. Yes, man. yes. <laughs> so I, my my goal is to keep sparring, keep training, even though it's only once a week. It's not much until at least I'm 50. Yeah, and then I'll decide. I'll still always train. I'm not going to stop. But then I'll decide whether I'll keep sparring or just 
do the bag and pad work. Yeah. yeah. But I'm, yeah. I'm going to definitely hit the pads or bag once a week. Oh, ha- nice. Yeah. Nice one. Yeah. It's like riding a bike. But, uh, <laughs> mate, we got to, <laughs> mate, that was a good opening section. We got to know who you were. We got Thank to you. know a bit, bit of the background. We got to know mm. a bit of your Muay Thai journey. But after the break, we're going to step into, we're going to get Roy to ask some questions. We're going to step into uh, your uh, your job at the uh, national, your, your job at MTA as, sure. as national head official. Yeah. And uh, we want, I want to talk about your uh, your promotion, uh, Muay Thai Grand Prix. But after the break, don't go away, listeners. Bang. Never hustle backwards, always forward. Progression. I can multitask, always on the grind. I can walk and chew gum at the same time. I ain't on hiatus, I ain't missing an action. I'm the center of attention, bitch, the main attraction. When I enter the turf, when I pull up, what happened? people gather around me like an ice cream truck. No people always ask me what I do for a live. I wear many hats, I'm something like Liz. I love liquor and sex, sex. booty and breasts. breasts. A couple stretch marks and cellulite on her yeah, flesh. Yeah, she got her legs open like a field goal pile. Booty softer than the King Hawaiian roll. Uh-huh. And welcome back. That was a beautiful song there, picked by uh, Roy himself. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 I don't even know what I'm going to fucking put on. the spot now, bro. <laughs> no, 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 let no. me choose the music. Let me choose the music. I reckon, I reckon Gorillaz. I reckon we go. Oh, music. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, let's put mate. some like, 60s like, love song on. Oh, Hope no, the no, listeners yeah. like it. Oh, they will like We'll get it. intimate. Oh, no. <laughs> we're going to get intimate <laughs> now. What, what, oh, was, what was the walkout song Toby just had? A soundtrack oh, of a movie, Gladiator. Ah, that's oh, yeah, Elysium. It? That Wait, was you know yeah. that gave you Elysium. that gave you chills. How good was it? it was amazing. Yeah. I know Toby kind of hit me up a week before, and he was like, "I'm thinking about walking out to this." Man, that was cool. I, p- I knew exactly what it was as soon as he uh, as soon as he said the yeah, name. But I loved it. He sent it to me, and I played it, and I was like, "Bro, you have to do this." Yeah, and, and especially and especially after George came out with his um, uh, with his song first, and got the whole crowd yeah, singing yeah. "Sweet Caroline." Oh, the next song was just like silence, and everyone was just kind of like got the crowd in into awe, it. Like, yeah, oh. and then it just the build up. It was, I, I don't think you get two contrasting walkout walkout songs that really played off each other really. Hundred well. percent. I'm just yeah. gonna push back there, mate. So, so as a promoter, do you see this sort? Do you see these sorts of things? You, you look yeah. at that, and you go, oh, mate, that's a good walkout song. Well, little and, things. Oh, I, I tell you a quick story. Uh, last year, when George fought Charlie Bub. Uh, he came out to uh, Sweet Caroline for the first time. Yeah. Certainly the first time on our show. Everyone loves that song, by the And way. I was commentating. And um, so I'm, I'm kind of, you know, sitting at the ring and I'm looking over and, and, and I, didn't, I had no idea. I didn't, I didn't know. Because, yeah. you know, we don't, we don't, tell the, we don't mm. talk to the DJs. Between the DJ and the fighters yeah, yeah, and whatever. Yeah, yeah. As long as the music's not too, um, you know, I draw the line some of the songs that <laughs> they've Obscene. tried. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's not, the ro- not what we want on our show. But, um, and then I saw George, I heard the song building up and I saw George just kind of like, Slowly getting on the stage, looking at the audience, and I could just see I was. And then I clicked. He was waiting for the build-up of the mm. song. Uh, okay. And then when the chorus struck, and the whole crowd, because you know, there's a lot of people there to see George. Yeah. And uh, yeah, gave you, gave you, uh, gave you chills. Yeah. yeah. You know, gave you goosebumps watching the whole crowd sing along. It was yeah. I had my phone out. And I was like a fanboy myself recording it. <laughs> I think, um, I think you know, as a fighter, and I never really cracked into this kind of 
aspect of fighting, I always thought, you know, for myself, I want to put on a good show because that's why we're there, to entertain. But mm. you kind of, you know, as a fighter now, like if any young fighters are listening to it, to this, kind of incorporate everything. Yeah. Mm. You know, it's a the whole package. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like one of the best ever, Dane Daddy Cool. Daddy, I was about to say that. Man. He dances at his wig, his oh afro wig on. That was so good. <laughs> it's what, it's, you <laughs> know, walkouts. other than being a brilliant fighter and, and oh, highly entertaining in the ring, mm. I think like a lot of people really enjoyed the build-up. And yep. George has got a bit of that going on as well. So um, Probably the best know, walkout, Daddy Cool. Yeah, yep. I, I would agree. So yep. far, you know. So Marco good. had a good walkout. Yeah, completely he did. different. Yeah, the, the dragon, the, the dancing. Is that dancing line or the dragon? I think it's a dancing line. That is it? Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, that was that was. You know what? That was actually really cool. I remember. Um, I remember the first time I refed him when he had that walkout. I learnt my lesson, but uh, I got in the ring first as a ref should, and then the dance line topped in. He's come right in front of my nose and dancing <laughs> all that man, and I felt like the biggest dick. I just wanted to get out of there. So whenever Marco did that, I never hopped in the ring. I waited. I waited for that thing to get out before I hopped in. <laughs> <laughs> we we we've um we've we've gone away a little bit from the, from from from. Hey, my, this from my structure, podcast, I know, mate. <laughs> it started off. Sorry, we started off about talking music, but then we got we got to we got to all these other things. But anyway, but what we wanted to know about MTA. I mean, so you're the head official MTA. What 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 does that involve? Um, what is MTA first? I mean, it's Muay Thai Australia. Yes, yeah, so that's Muay Thai Australia. Yeah. Uh, you know. Uh, Look, there's there's so many contrasting things happening out there at the moment, right? And there's there's a lot of politics involved, but mm. you've got your sanctioning bodies like WBC and ISCA. And MTA is not, a, you know, we're not just a we're not a sanctioning body. We are a, a proper, you know, sport organisation and, and a board, right? Yeah. So we happen to use a sanctioning body, which happens to be uh, WMC for pro fights and and you know, mm. IFMA for 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 amateur bouts. Um, but it's it's bigger than just a sanctioning body. There's there's a lot more that goes with it. But um, basically, I started off um, as a WA head ref in 2013. Okay, I've, I've held that role for. So you've been refing since 2013? Uh, no, uh, I've been refing since 07. Okay, yeah, yeah. I started judging Jeez. in. Uh, I started judging when uh, some some of the uh, coaches of today had a, a promotion uh, in early 2000s called Western Progression, and in that was I'm pretty sure it was DC. Blair, Ron Parr, Peter Boyd, Darren Reese. There was a group of them. They all had the show together. Okay. Um, it was called. I think it was called Western Progression. I can't remember. Um, you know, I started judging on their show uh, early two thousands. Started refing 07. but by two thousand and thirteen, um, I was made head ref, and of WA. And mm-hmm. Elias uh, was the national head referee of MTA. Shout out to Elias. Shout out to Elias. Legend. And and and, and, and Elias is the man, right? There's, there's, he he was the former. He's the guy I replaced as the national head coach. head official. Head he official. Oh, quick interjection. He yeah, is on one championship. He, he refs and judges. Really? Yeah, yeah. He's, he's, yeah. I know he's one of the main he's on refs. main head Muay Thai yeah. refs, yeah. Yeah. He's doing a great, great job. Yeah. One of the oh, biggest wow. shows going around. So, yeah. Sorry to interrupt there. No, yeah. no, no, that's, that's fine. Yeah. Um, so, look, Elias is the man. And, you know, I might be the head official of Australia and WA for years. But, you know, you know, I still look up to Elias and I learned a lot from him. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a healthy thing for me to still, yeah. um, you know, because it's kind of still surreal that I suppose I am, I have... Um, taken over that role, um, mm. but Elias is still there. He's still working. He's working all the shows. He, he's there. We we talk to each other every probably few months. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so um, it, it's a pretty big boots to fill, I suppose, is the point I'm trying to make. And I haven't done anywhere near the kind yeah. of uh, stuff that that Elias implemented and, and achieved because it's only been a short time. It's only been since November. Yeah, I think October, yep. November. Yep. Um, short short time. But look, we've got some challenges ahead of us. Um, but you know, um, I think that's across the board in Muay Thai. Um, 
And, um, you know, one of the things that um, I enjoy is the recruitment side of, of officials. Mm-hmm. And, and, and the, the name of the game is, and it's, it's a never-ending task, and I, I think it will never be perfect, and nor probably should it be if we're striving to get better. Yeah. And that is to have, you know, um, you know for example, all officials seeing a fight the same way. Um, yeah, but yes, that doesn't, you know, I'm not saying that's right either. You know, we have three positions around a ring. Mm-hmm. And there's a reason why there's three different positions. Yep. Seeing yeah. different angles. I, I, I suppose you wouldn't need three judges, you know. Yeah. I suppose, um, you know, the rounds, the, the judges that give 10-9 blue corn in one round and um, the same judge gave 10-9. So one judge, 10-9 blue. Yeah. And the other judge gives it 10-9 red. That's the stuff I'd like to try and, um, you know, we'd like to try and not see so much. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, we, we do have split decisions um, and you can have two judges see it one way and you can definitely have one judge see it another. And yeah. there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Um, people do jump up and down too much in a close fight when there's a split decision. When it's not a close fight, that's a different subject, right? But in a close fight, you know, there's nothing wrong with a split decision so long yeah. as that judge um, is, is obviously trusted and... and um, is experienced in his role and mm-hmm. or her role and can validate the reasons why. And in a close <coughs> fight, how many times do you hear coaches say to themselves could have gone either way? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I suppose there's nothing wrong with the split decision then, is there? No, you no. Know, contrary I mean, to what you what you what we hear and see a lot. Everyone expects oh, all three judges if it's if someone wins, red corner wins, it should be all three judges. Yeah. But in it's a, not in that perf- simple. In a perfect world, you know, yeah, maybe. But mm. um like Darius was just saying, that's why we have three judges in three different positions as well, because sometimes the ref might be in the way when all, the, all that determines around could Absolutely. be one big shot. And if the ref's in the way for that, for that one judge, mm. he might score the whole round the other way. Yep. Where mm. the other two saw what happened, scored the round appropriately, and just it's the smallest things like that can literally determine a fight. So I think when you get a split decision like that, like, yeah, yeah even coaches, most coaches, pretty pretty chill with it. Uh, could have gone either way in that s- scenario. So Yeah. When you do get a howler, Yep. Do you... Would talk, you rep, not, yeah, would not reprimand the... No, I talk to them. You talk to them Absolutely. and say, where'd, yeah. how'd you get that decision? Yep. And Always. That, that, where'd you come up to? And then and then is that... that so they are accountable. Look, every judge has their right to their opinion. Yes. Okay? Yeah. Now... Um, now sometimes opinions, yeah, <laughs> but but opinions aren't necessarily correct either. True. All right, and so and this is something I'm a little bit vocal about when it comes to people in the crowd, um, because it's only their opinion <laughs> that exactly. they think red corner one, or yeah, blue corner one, and they're not trained officials. It's eleven o'clock at night. They've got yeah. a belly full. Yes. And um, on Facebook, they're one hundred percent certain the blue corner one. <laughs> Yet. They've never read the rules and regulations in their life. Yeah. They've never been to a training session, let yeah, alone yeah, shadow true. judge, let alone judge mm-hmm. proper fight. So there are different levels to this conversation, mm-hmm. uh, I suppose. But in, in, in what you're asking me directly, if, if I think as the head ref, was there a howler decision? Yeah. Um, yeah I'll talk to them. Um, I respect their opinion, but I'll, I'll definitely dig deep. Yeah, and, so and what, um, how, well, how they ended up with that decision. Yeah, yeah of course. but I'll always, I'll always tell them that um you know he's the areas you probably should have looked at yeah okay it's not it's nothing personal and it's it's not a, i don't make a big deal out, out of it either quite often I'll, sometimes i need to let it go on the night because it's just too much is happening yeah okay and i'll have a chat to them the next day yeah that sometimes is a, is another way of handling it just depends on the moment depends if there's a break coming up and, y- and um, y- yeah sorry mate. you know you go, you go yeah i was gonna say and you and you as the head official are you at every in wa are you at every all the fight promotions? Uh, yeah, so at, at every MTA uh, event, I'm, I'm the head official. Even uh, over in the East Coast as well? No, 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 no just, just WA. Just yeah, WA? WA. Um, That'd I be a lot of flying. 
Would be, yeah. <laughs> be a lot of, be a divorce <laughs> too, I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, uh, so I do work other shows. Like I worked Domination a couple of weeks ago. Yes, um, yes. I wasn't the head ref of that, and it was um, it was a WBC sanctioning body, which I'll happily go and work on those shows. I'm yeah. just, I just don't run those officials, or or nor am I, um, you know, head referee there. So, um, but for for MTA shows, then yeah, I, I do do all the shows in WA, and we do. I do communicate with the judges. Um, you know, we have we have a lot of new judges coming through, and sometimes there might be a mistake on the scorecard. So yeah. it's my job to educate them, show them um, how to, how to rewrite it, how to write it properly. Just another stupid question for me. So, can anyone become a judge and a, or a ref, or do you have to have a fighting background? Um, look, you prefer this them is to this is this is this goes back quite a few years ago. So um, the, the the team that we have today is completely different to the team of five years ago okay, and the yeah. team from five years ago is completely different to the team of 2013 yeah when i started uh running wa so the the team's evolved um i do have my preferences um and you know i will declare that you know a bit like footy not the best players make best coaches the best yes. players yep. of footy uh, aren't the best coaches yes. yeah. um however let's let's this is you know this is this is a violent sport right yeah and so we can't be silly about it yes of course it's best if you've fought in a ring, and of course it's best if you've got proper Muay Thai experience. Mm-hmm. That is my preference. Yeah. And if you look at my team today, um, it's full of ex-fighters. Yeah. Um, I did have uh, a very good up-and-coming referee and judge for every show in Roy Wills, but now that he's decided That's right. to coach, I don't get him so much anymore, unfortunately. But he's doing the odd show for us still, which is great to have Roy. But I want to do that for myself as well, because I think as a coach, it's so valuable. As a fighter, it's valuable. For a coach, it's amazing. Yeah. To, to, to I, know used to, I used to be in the ring because I was refing and judging right the last few fights I had. Mm. And I'd be in the ring being like, I think I've got this round. I think I'm doing enough this round, mm. like actively in the ring. Yeah, um, and I don't know if I would have been able to do that. That'd be fucking handy. I, mm. I mean, you can always kind of sense when you're in the ring fighting, but mm. um, I think, yeah, having that experience goes both ways. Yeah. So like a lot of, I think a lot of active fighters should at least do the training so they know what the what hell the we're looking at as so very good judges point. and officials are looking so, at. Yeah. So here's the problem, right? I, I do, um, I do. I won't say it's a problem, but he's part of the problem. So I do officials training every year, um, yeah. sometimes three times a year, sometimes a couple. And uh, we, do, we, we make a big deal out of it. Uh, the last one I did was late last year at the commission. It was a combined effort between the commission and MTA. Mm-hmm. But ISCA, WBC, any, any sanctioning body, any, any official... Um, was invited as were fighters, as were coaches, as was anyone. Fans, it was it was out there. Oh, really? How many, how many coaches and fighters you reckon turned up? None. Not many. There were some. There were some, but, but not very many. little. Yeah, very little. Uh, and was that the one? I was that. Yeah, the one. The yeah, 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 uh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Big Al was there with yeah. with Fon. Yeah. And, and I suppose, I suppose my point is, what I'd love to do, I'd love to do, and we're planning for our next one now. I'd love to see a heap, a heap of. Um, current fighters and yeah. coaches turn up. Now, that's n- there's no way am I trying to um, insult coaches, right? Because they're coaches for a reason. They know Muay Thai. But I'll guarantee you, and I know this for a fact because I've actually been to a lot of gyms where I've done little um, presentations to their fight teams. Yes. Yeah. And one of the <coughs> very first questions I ask, and I say to people, you know, be honest. I'm going to ask you a question. Stick your hand up. Hands up to those that have never read the rule book. Hands up who's never read the MTO uh, regulations, I, procedures, policies, and I rules. A lot of hands been up, and most people <laughs> put their hands up, yeah. including the coaches. 
and and so so how are they going to yeah well this yeah. and and these can be the same people who are on Facebook complaining about about that didn't go the way it should, they think it should have gone, right? Talking about keyboard warriors, are you, mate? <laughs> well, no, some of these guys are fighters. They're actually, sorry, bro, sorry, they're yeah. actual warriors. Yeah, they, they are, are actual warriors. warriors. <laughs> sorry, guys. Fucking yeah. hell. No, no, sorry. but I suppose... <laughs> so, what I'd love to do, you asked me earlier about my role, you know, yeah. what I want to do in part of my role, and I've always done this for WA, um, but I want to keep I want to keep doing these seminars with everyone involved. I mean, Roy, how cool would it be to have not just officials turn up, but everyone else? Man, well, I'd love I, think I would love to go. They, to they would yeah. honestly learn so much. I'm not yeah, trying to yeah. sound like a prat, but you know, I, I've been doing these for a few years now, yeah. so I think I've got. I think between myself and Abby and and Roy and George Mann's an excellent referee um, and Judge. George now, Mann's a referee. Yeah, yeah. George Mann is yeah. a very good. Is referee that why? And judge. See, and, and and hence, we look at look at the, the champion. Look at the MT. <laughs> look at the MTA. Uh, WA team. It's myself. It's Abby, who's on the in, who's on the international board wow. uh, of officials. She actually does a lot of the, the training and coaching international level. We've got Roy. We've got uh, George Mann. We've got uh, Ola Rolson, former world champion. We have Kerry um, Ann coming Ann, through yep, from the pit. Even Jeff Bright's um, learning his, his ways now. He's done yep. a couple and done a lot of training. He's coming through. Um, a just recent retired fighter, um, Charlie Bellamy. Charlie, excellent, um, Jesus, yep, yep. excellent. Dean Williams excellent. has been around for years, so we've got a really good um, a team coming through. And there's two pretty big names in Muay Thai that I've reached out to and reached out to me that are going to join some training over the next couple of months, which I'm really looking forward to having them join the team as well. Awesome. Yeah. I yeah. think like, yeah, really hammering home kind of the benefit of going to one of those um, training days. Yeah. Like when I went, I, I didn't really tell any of the fighters here about it, but now i mean especially after the last couple of shows like you know you get a lot of people even even myself i had opinions of that which everyone heard last episode <laughs> and i probably i was yeah. fired up so you yeah. know i was i went a bit hard on some things um but that's in saying that you know yeah um now i'm gonna be like highly encouraging yep. all my fighters yeah everyone i can to mm. come to these events maybe not to become a, a judge or a, a ref, but man, come yeah. because I'm sick of explaining the, what you need to do in a fight. Let the let the guys that are in there with you on the night tell you what they're looking at to win a fight. You know, and a, cl- a classic example is um, every time a fighter's grabbed a leg of the opponent and walked them across the ring without striking, taking more than two steps. Yeah, any good referee will stop and say, "Can't do that." Can't do more than two steps without striking. So the fighter that. looks I at you. Not, I did not know that. The fighter yeah. looks at you like you're from a different planet because they don't. Know the they don't understand the rule. They so don't. They never they heard it. They never life. heard of it. But you know what? Like, but we teach that every yeah. seminar. I think here, you know, like that's where my benefit of being in both worlds at the moment yeah. really comes into play because mm. when we spar, soon as I see someone taking more than two steps, I'll ah, break and then say you're not allowed to do that. Good coaching. Yeah. yeah. So you know, like. <laughs> See, then you know the, it yeah. goes hand in hand, good. and I think like a good lot coaching. of coaches and fighters, it, man. Even if you're an opinionated fan and you're sick of thinking, oh, the old mate won, and you thought the other guy won, mm. come to a training day, absolutely. And then you maybe that's you'll be like, oh, that's hard work, yeah. bro. That's that's work. Uh, I don't think so. Watch this space, yeah, people. We're, yeah. we're gonna we're gonna do a next seminar hopefully in the next four to six weeks. Now you'll be we hearing can, about it. Yeah. I'll be I'll, yeah. I'll be I'll be Excellent. giving a Very shout good. out for that because I'll be going to that one. Oh, good but on it, it, yeah. but it gives you it gives like when the refs when we got refs, judges, coaches, fighters, promoters going to these seminars, it gives continuity to the sport. Yeah. I mean this yep. is what we want to be. We all want to be on the same page. So I just got a question then or not a I guess a question. Um so in terms of like the MTA rule set. Yep. I think it's perfect, and I think it's applied excellently by 
you, Darius, and the whole team. Um, you've got a really good kind of like program and structure with your training and, yep. and the way the shows are. Rarely do you hear, you know, I speak to a few coaches now as well and they're all, when MTA, you know, judges happening or going on, it's um everyone's happy. So how do, how do we get that so it's every show? Yep. Because I know as a coach right now, and I'm not going to name any shows in particular, sure. but can I, for can sure... I, can I name them? No, man. <laughs> for sure, there's some shows that I'll be like, I'm not fighting on that. I'm not yep. putting the guys on because their rule set is completely different. Yeah. Yeah. That's I've, had, I've had four or five coaches tell yeah. me that too. Will, so you're yeah. not alone. Yeah. Look... Oh geez, it's this. this, this, this <laughs> yeah, uh, we'll be here for Let a little take yes. a big deep yes. breath. Yes, uh, um, yes. Look, I love Muay Thai for Muay Thai, and when I started Muay Thai in the early nineties, it wasn't with WMC or WBC. I just went to training. Yeah, you know. So, you know, Muay Thai as a whole, and you know, Gav and I, we had this conversation all the time, and G- Gav's very vocal about this. We just Gav's a uh, WBC WA rep. Yeah, for so the listeners. Yeah, so he's a WBC rep for WA, yep. and my co and obviously shout out to Gav Legend. Yeah, <laughs> definitely, and and co-promoter of Muay Thai Grand Prix. Yeah, so we had this chat all the time. You know, yes, I might be biased to MTA, um, but it doesn't matter. Muay Thai is Muay Thai. We want. I don't want. You know, not me in particular, but we don't want fighters going to different shows thinking that. Um, shit, we're going to have to fight differently yep. to try and get the win, or is there a different rule set, or these officials are no good or, you know, I don't want, we don't want that. We want everyone, we want every show, Muay Thai is Muay Thai. You know, yep. we want every show to be of quality, quality fights, quality shows and, and quality officials. And so, you know, if if there's anything, you know, that, that we can do to help that, I'm all for it. Yep. You know, in, in the old days, I'll elaborate a little bit. When I say old days, not that long ago, um, as MTA officials, we weren't, uh, allowed to work on other shows. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Now, I don't open up a can of worms here because this, this could go sideways, but <laughs> so for many let's years... Let's not get controversial on this. Yeah, so for many... Nah, let's so do for, it. <laughs> <laughs> so for many years, I didn't work on, say, WBC show. Yeah. But, um, you know... It's crazy because, yep. you know, like, skill-wise, as a just simply as a ref and, and judge, why would you omit... Uh, anyway, yep. Yeah, and I had promoters wanting me to work on their show and I had to say no. And and not just me, it was some of my some of our uh, MTA officials as well. Yep. And that's silly, right? So we want Muay Thai as a whole to grow. And yes, I represent MTA, but I still love Muay Thai. Yeah. And yeah. I still want Muay Thai in general in WA to get better. Yes. And I've been saying yep. this since 2013. And it's got so much better since yeah, 2013. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I'm not gonna, just saying that because I'm obviously biased, but it's got so much better. But there's always never-ending issues. And the biggest issue right now has been... Is, 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 is been um, made aware of lately and that is that um, you know we need to get all bodies at um, you know at even level but there's one thing I should probably just um, give a quick rundown on when it comes to WBC and that is um, you know we learn things as we go along and I've had some really good chats to Gav but WBC are not responsible for officials they are a sanctioning body for titles only and, yep. I, and I'm really hoping I'm getting this right but I'm, I'm, 90, I'm 100% sure this is right so on a, if you go to a say domination that's WBC, uh, it's only the total fights that are technically technically WBC. So, okay. if it's so the, rest, yeah. the rest of the fights would uh, be well, MTA. Well, no, they're not MTA. They probably maybe come under the commission. I'm, I'm not sure. It, it it looks like it's a WBC show, and it is. But the 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 WBC part is definitely the titles, right? Yeah. So WBC are, are, are upfront, and honest. They're saying, well, um, you know, well, we don't we're not trying to lay claim of running officials. That's not what we do. Unlike with MTA, MTA we train officials and we do official training all that kind of stuff. They they haven't done any of that, um, and it makes sense now. They're just 
they're just the holder of giving out titles and supplying supplying an, uh, uh, I suppose a footprint for fighters to come through and win titles. Do you think um, that it's in WBC's best interest to kind of maintain some form of, you know, like actual well, so they don't consistent have judging yeah, or so anything? They, because then they need to have a board, right? So MTA, we're a non-profit organisation. We have a board Australia-wide and then there's the state boards as well. WBC yeah. don't do that. That's not their model. So, so I suppose we've got to... And I'm getting into a bit of the yeah, background yeah. stuff here, but, but it's, yeah. it's it's not like MTA, and MTA is not like WBC. MTA is not a sanctioning body. The WMC part is MTA is not MTA is the governing body, a bit like say Tennis Australia. So if that, okay. so okay, so if it's complicated, isn't it? It's if the WBC are kind of like, I'm not washing the hands clean of it, but they're just making because. Uh, uh, Gav sent out a letter to all the coaches just explaining. That's, that's what I'm referring yeah, to. Yes, exactly, exactly this, right. um, which, you know, was clear, good, very clear good clarification. Yep. Good communication. For all, for all coaches that were maybe a bit, you know, ticked sure. off about whatever happened on domination. Yep. So, th- so, so Gav sent out a letter after domination. About just clarifying. Just you know, clarifying. Saying WBC is not. Done. Yeah. yeah, yeah the yeah, judging okay. had nothing to do with WBC. Had nothing to do with WBC. Which, you yeah. know, yeah. in the podcast, I kind of was using the WBC as like an umbrella term. Which yep. you know, yes. I apologise for that because I probably it probably didn't communicate in the best way. We, we know what you meant. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think um, as the the so if the WBC titles um, are just the titles, why can't they use MTA? Yep, good, it's a very good question. Yep. Um, very good question. There's there's obviously been um, there's obviously been things in the past that have that that have hampered that, and and moving forward, who knows. Um, you know why? Why should there be different quality officials at different shows? Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, I'm not even like trained differently. It seems at the moment. Yeah, well oh, not at the moment, but maybe like the ones that kind of have been around a bit longer from the other branches. Sure. Yeah. Are trained yeah. were trained in a different way. P- perhaps. Um, you know, there's. You know, it's, it's only recently that um, some of the other sanctions, for instance, allowed the downward elbow. WBC only introduced that I think two or three years ago in their rule set. Um, uh, I think Isco yeah, I fought Sean well. Clancy, and they told me I wasn't allowed to do it. Mm. And then when I was going to fight Liam Harrison, I remember reading that it was back, and I was like, "What? Well, yeah, I didn't." But, yeah. but see, as, but see, as a WMC, if you're fighting for WMC title, you can do the downward elbow. Yep. But I believe it's I believe it's all across the board now. So okay. that's, that's a good thing. So look, moving forward, um, you know, it's it's very hard to say how it's going to uh, move on. But certainly, I'm I'm. Fully 100% keen on training any officials. Yeah. Um, back, 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 like I said years ago when I did these days, it was only for MTA people. Mm. But we are working with the commission. We're opening up to, to all other sanctioning bodies, and anyone is welcome. And you know, if if it if it makes them become a better official, then I'd then that's you know I'd be very happy for that. So that's the plan. Yeah. No, that's I think that's probably the best plan that you could have going yeah. forward when this this kind of issue is happening at the moment. So everyone. Go read the rules, <laughs> or just well, come. Or just come, <laughs> to, or the come to a come yeah. to a seminar. Come to we'll a seminar. Put the invites yeah. out there, yeah. and and then um, you know, uh, let's hope people turn up. I'm sure yeah. they will. And if they turn up, I'll I'm sure they'll learn so much. I'll force the fighters here to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the coach now. I'm gonna do what I say. I'm gonna give you. A, I'm gonna uh-huh. give you a question here, mate. Uh, yeah. as, as a judge and an official. Yep. Okay. <laughs> at the last on the the last promotion at domination there was a, a title fight it was a WBC Australian Australian what what title what, what was it welterweight or bound what, what lightweight I light, think lightweight yeah we have Nathan Embleton mm-hmm. as the champion fighter yep. in the, I in, know where in, this is going in, yep. in Australia yeah 
he has a style that most of um, the Muay Thai community in Australia has an opinion about and a conjecture. Um, yep. That is, it's not Muay Thai. Yep. All right. Um, and and these these coaches don't want to fight him, and the gyms yep. don't want to fight him. What do you what do you say What do you say about that? Look, it, it, it's a tough one. I, I certainly understand where people say um, it's not Muay Thai. Yeah. Um, and he he you know people who know him we, we know his style. Um, it's a hard one. It, it's not Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. No. It's not boxing. Uh, it's not kung fu. It's probably closer to Muay Thai to any of those sports. Yeah. <laughs> so so I, I suppose do we you know that is true. I've got to look at it. A bit differently to most people, yeah, right? Because okay. so, I've had a few people ask me this before, and and I'll declare that um, you know his coach Shane, um, I've been mates with Shane since the '90s. In fact, we worked at nightclubs, clubs next door to each other in Northbridge. I could tell you a million stories about him. And so Shane wears his heart on his sleeve, right? And yeah. so so um, I, I class Shane as a mate, but you know I'm still I'm sure he res- still respect my opinion on Nathan. Um, is it technical? Uh, Moy Fima, no, of course it's not, and and nor is is Shane trying for it to be either. Yeah, okay. yeah, Shane um, knows so exactly. Uh, yeah, what Shane knows exactly, yeah. and and by the way, I saw Shane fight many times. Is it? And guess what? Similar. Exactly. Shane same. fought exactly the same. Oh, exactly yeah, the same. Yeah. And guess what? It was very successful for Shane. Yeah. You know? Um, and so this is his belief is to coach his boy, um, the way that he um thinks he's going to win. Now, it's not technical Muay Thai, and there's a few people out there um, around Australia that are very vocal about how they think he doesn't belong in the sport, and I respect all those opinions. But if the decision was given to me, and hypothetically, and it was like, Darius, do you want to continue? Do you want this guy to continue to fight, or should we ban him? It's like, why would I want to break his spirit for? Exactly. The guy's yeah, yeah. hopping in the ring. Yeah. Do, it's doing it's something it's that 0.5% of the world's population ever get a chance to do. Yeah. He's brave enough to hop in the ring. Yeah. He's taken on all comers. He's, he's lost some and he's won some and he's, he's, he's got a champion. complete different style. But he's open to be caught. Yeah. You know, he, he, you know he's open to, to lose as well. Mm-hmm. And so do we want to deprive someone of doing something they love just because it doesn't fit everyone's uh, style? Now, it's certainly not my style. I'll declare yeah. that. Um, you know, I, I coached for nine years at Olsen Muay Thai Factory, and I, I definitely didn't coach like that. Um, um, but that doesn't mean, you know, everyone has, there's all different styles of, of, of gyms, and theirs is certainly the most um, different. Yes. And I think it is, I think if 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 a promoter can match him and, and the other gym say yes to a fight with him, then, then yeah. the fight's on, you know. Um, and, th- you know, that's taking nothing away from people that he's, he's, he's um, He's beaten lately. I mean, some of his last fights have been losses to, to Leo yep. and, to yeah. Eddie, and to Eddie Duva. So um, that style was beatable. Um, mm-hmm. He's the he's the current. Uh, he's now the champ, isn't he? WBC. He's, 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 he's yeah. a national yeah. champion. So you know, pr- props to you him yeah. and, and 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 Shane. And look, it doesn't fit everyone's mold of Muay Thai, and it doesn't fit my mold of Muay Thai either, I suppose. But um, I don't think we can penalise the poor kid for it. That's how he's been taught. That's yeah. what he knows. He loves the sport. Um, I don't know. Good, good luck to him, I suppose. And and you know, maybe if he loses, if he gets two or three or, or four losses in a row, maybe maybe they'll change his style. Who knows? Yeah, maybe exactly. something will change. I think, um, if I he think keeps winning, they're not going to change. He's the champion, yeah, so exactly. you've got to fight him. That's yeah. my that's my well, my question that. is this, right? Yeah. Uh, and what I will say is that his style is hectic. Who the hell in Australia wants to come to Perth and fight him at that weight for his title? So I think mm, the I the know. one that Who I can think to? of, <laughs> the one that I think would have a really good shot at it at the moment is. Either, um, I think like Chris Newen might have a good shot. Who's sixty-one yep. kilo Chris from Melbourne? Strong. Yeah, Chris yeah, Newen, strong, yeah, yeah, strong, yeah. yeah. So and him and Brandon Spain, man, yep. I reckon would have Brand a real good well. crack. He loves oh, a good fight. 
Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> I think though some great matches out there. Thanks, Rom. Just gonna take. Some <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you gotta write those. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so as a ref, boy, Roy's a matchmaker. <laughs> <laughs> That's another question. Uh, I'm ask as a, as a ref, I think like just observing. I've had to ref one of Nathan's fights. Yeah. Um, when he got stopped by Eddie Duva. Mm. Um, and yeah. as as a ref. Um, I think Nathan's style is extremely hard to it is kind of deal with. Yeah, gotta um, be strict with him. Yeah, yep, and yep. like, cause you know, if you kind of just let him do his thing, I think he kind of can be prone to getting a bit crazy yep. and maybe breaking the rules a bit. But yep, yep. and when I say breaking the rules, all I mean is like he does throw he, it in the moment. If someone's yeah. gone on the ground and he'll throw he, a kick, you know, yeah, he, does, he definitely like he did it against Khan, and he definitely didn't mean it. You know, he has done. I've seen that. Yeah, he just yeah, he just rushed right. blood, man. He's just so intense that he's just. He's As just a ref, miles an hour. If you so obviously when the fight happens, you give people a warning when that kind of stuff happens, mm. and and I've been trained to do this. Or a point if, off, or a point off, or a point yep. off if yep. it's blatant. Um, or a DQ if it's really bad. Yeah, so depends on the severity. If yeah. so, kind of this is where I'm coming from. If you see Nathan kind of fighting and say he does three fights, wins three fights in a row, but every fight he's getting points and warnings and all that. What what would be the step there where would you would you talk to him or cuz he can't just oh, get definitely. Warned. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like Well there's there's two points here. First is the judges, right? So referee controls the fight, but the judges score it. So yeah. um you know again something we talk in our seminars but a little known a little known fact in the in the in the rules book is that um you've got to fight fair to the rules of Muay Thai. Yeah, and that's in the rules, and uh, it even says, um, you know, um, you know, uh, what's it called when you, um, you, uh, you know, when you're kind of pulling faces or sticking your tongue out or taunting, 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 taunting even taunting yeah. your opponent is frowned upon, right? Yeah, it's, that's it's right. Not or showboating as well. It's not yeah. to the discipline and respect of Muay Thai. It's in the yeah. rule books if people want to um, look that up or come to the seminar. Um, yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. And, and and he doesn't. I don't think he gets time to taunt. I just think he's just in your face. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. so he's in the moment. Isn't yeah. He? yeah, and so it's up. To the referee to to I suppose um, to you know to to control that. I'll give an example. When I start about, um, I never let the fighters start in their corners and call box with me in the middle and let them run at each other. No way. I stand right in the middle of them. I make them come to each other. I make them touch gloves and then I tell them to back away. When yep. they back away, I'll step back and then I'll call box. So mm. they, there's no chance to jump on each other. It's fair. No one's getting a running jump. I don't let any fighter run at, run at someone from the other end of the ring. Because yep. you know that technically is not a Muay Thai technique. Can be dangerous right? to can be dangerous. Jump yeah. out the ring. Cool. Mm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so look, getting back to your point, it's a, it's a tough one on Nathan. I I get the questions and respect everyone's opinion, but I don't know. Do you, do you, do you, do you take away a sport that he loves and and no. ban him? Um, no, no. Um, I don't think so. I don't think so no. as well. I reckon everyone has to just come up to him now <laughs> and try and hey, beat well, him. Well, I guess. Abs- that's, that's, absolutely, that's, man. That's, like that's what's going to happen next. And if he's scoring, if he's landing shots, yeah, they're landing. Um, you know, you, yes, you do. There are there is criteria for for um, an effective strike, but if it's landing with accuracy and power, um, you've got to score it. Yeah. Whether whether or not the judge likes the style or not, you've you've got to reward it. Um, you know, if the other fighter comes back and and outstrikes him with stronger strikes, then yeah, he might lose that exchange. But if the fighter comes back with nothing, mm. then he wins that exchange. Mm. Yep. yep. Oh well, man, that's that's been pretty good. The two the f- two first sections got to know you. Getting, <laughs> oh, mate, we really got in depth about the judging and the refing and everything like that. There's a, there was some questions that we had to. Yeah, get I think answered. it was. A, this is a perfect episode to have after yeah. last week's one. But after the break, we're going to get to talk about the Muay Thai Grand Prix and uh, and see how 
Put my, I'll fucking pick that up, don't worry about it. <laughs> After the break, we're going to talk about the Muay Thai Grand Prix and matchmaking. Keep it moving, my brother, just keep your head up. That's the reason why I decided to get my bread up. Still trapping in the game, I ain't never going to change, so we are, we are. Cruising round, trying to do them foul But now I got my young G's round, trying to do me proud When you see gang best, we riding Cause the others start getting laid down for two, three thousand Yeah, I'm still getting riding like that Pull up like Hardy and Slap Turn up like Rowdy and Bobby Scream to the crowd, I come back Some like a party and Maddie They want them girls in the wild Some like the old Cardi Them girls used to be in the trap So let me take you back a bit Yeah, I used to trap a bit I would chase the loudest pack Nonetheless, that crack a shit Back with me and doubled our first car And welcome back Where were we? That's right. More Thai Grand Prix. Yes. On to the next topic. Fight promoter. Co. Co promoter. Yes. Remember, remember. Co promoter of Gab Fuller and, and yeah. not just Gab, but his wife is uh, Nick. She's a she's a massive part of it. Without so, without Nick, we couldn't do our show. So your promotion is More Thai Grand Prix. More Thai Grand Prix Australia. So Australia is that affiliated? To, to, yeah. Is that yeah. affiliated with the yeah, ones in Europe and? Yeah, all around the world now. All around just, the world. Just yeah. Started in the USA this year. So Muay Thai Grand Prix is is it's massive now. Yeah, um, I know. I think it's seventeen or seventeen or eighteen countries. Wow. Um, and um, all throughout Europe, UK, obviously, Andy yeah. Housen's just joined up with MTGP, oh, which is yes, massive. Oh, yes, I saw that. Who's massive. that? What was that? Who's Andy Housen. Andy Housen. Okay, yeah. yeah. So big, big promoter in the UK. Legend of oh, the UK. Wow. Ex fighter trains with Liam Harrison, cousin and coach, cousin Liam. of Liam Harrison, yeah, former WMC I world, champ- I know the world guy. champion, I know the guy yeah. now, former oh, WMC world champion yeah. himself, like, yeah. yeah, yeah, so yeah, knows the promoting game, and um, and now in the USA, so um, and, yeah, and all through Europe, and of course us in Australia, so we we have the rights to Australia. Okay, so how did you get involved with that? Um, well. I didn't do the first show. Gav Gav did the first show with his uh, UK mate, um, yeah, okay. his best mate Shorty, that come to Perth. It was only here for a short uh, sure. time. <laughs> Pardon the pun. Yeah, <laughs> they, they, they were um, Gav and Shorty trying to get in the UK and in yeah. Thailand. Yeah, and then Shorty left Perth and said, "I'm moving to Sydney." And so Gav had did the first MTGP, which Roy fought Lotus on as the main event. Yep, yep. And um, I I was involved in that show because I was obviously um, part of the gym and I was cornering with Gav, but I wasn't the promoter. Yeah. Um, and then, um, yeah, Shorty left and Gav asked me if I'd be keen. So, yeah, I jumped at it for sure. Yeah. Well, Have your hairs stayed uh, stayed colour since promoting? Or? No, man, look at me. I've gone, <laughs> I've gone grey the last two it's shows. Beautiful. <laughs> but it's beautiful in black, though, brother. Oh, dear. Very good. No, good, good, good set of hair bro, there, ra- that, Bro, that's <laughs> racist, man. No, it's <laughs> not. No, I'm, I'm just speaking him like a bloody Anglo <laughs> Indian, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only joking, guys. Guys, guys. <laughs> I was Don't born and raised in Perth, man. Joking, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, look, the last show, the last show, at the Regal Theatre, really, that that was that was that was a, that was a killer as far as Regal Theatre in Subiaco. Yeah, I know, uh, five I know days, the five days before the show at Curtain, we had to we had to change venue, yeah. Yeah, restrictions, yeah. and main event. We only did that for the fighters, man. It was five days ago. They've been through camp, and we just thought, you know what, we're not gonna we're not gonna can it. So yeah, you no, have to do it. We did yeah. the show, but look, we're we're looking at bouncing back June 25th. Yeah, um, Gav's been working really really hard behind the scenes. Um, as have I, and um, you know we've got we've we've got um, the shows almost matched. We've got some some very big fights. You I'm can't name them. Oh. What's name the ones you can announce? Because I know you've announced a couple on well, ne- Facebook. Ne- yeah, Neem versus Shannon Gardner. For the yep. oh, yeah, that's um, oh, yeah. you know Huge. Shannon fought amazingly um, against our girl Tiff Lamb on domination. Yep. Yes, that was, that was the world title eliminator. Shannon deserved a chance. She also got to defend her belt, so oh, I nice. think that's, that's that's good. You know, she yeah. defended it once. Now she gets to fight Neem, who's an absolute gun from the UK. Um, so, you know, that's amazing. Um, we've got, um, so the, the fight I just mentioned, who, um, who Roy fought, Lotus, yes. uh, one of our pad holders, he's been in Thailand throughout the whole of COVID. 
uh, two years. Yep. He just arrived back in Perth uh, sharp. on, on Saturday. Sharp, yeah, Ooh, sharp. Yeah, and nice. um, he stepped up in weight, so he's fighting Nelson Lackey at 67 kilos. He's yeah. fighting Nelson Lackey. Nelson oh, yeah, Lackey. you've named that. You've named yeah. that one. We, I remember we, we that. Yeah. that one. Yeah. 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 When I saw that, I was like, oh, that's a good match because, you know, I fought both boys as well. Mm. And, um, uh, Nilsson, you know, coming up in the ranks really strong. Yeah. Um, improving every fight. Yep. Um, you know, he's, had, he's had some good wins and he lost in a, in a cracker to Ben Kant, so no yep. shame there. So this will be, a, this will be a hard, this will be a good mm. test for, for Nilsson. For Nilsson, yeah? Yeah. 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 Lotus hits hard, man. Yeah, well, you fought him, so yeah, you know he kicks, him. Yeah, mm. he's got a wicked left kick. Doesn't use his hands much, but. Fought Jack 300. Um, in a close that's, fight, that's just another lost that big one. name. Yeah. But he stepped Jack. up. He stepped in weight. Sixty-seven kilos, pretty big for a, for a sixty-three kilo tie. Yeah, you know? and I feel kilo. like what did I fight Lotus at? Sixty-three and a half. Did I? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I can't remember. Yeah, because I was bounced between sixty-five. Or was it sixty-five and sixty-three and a half? Mm, could then. have been. So it, yeah. Anyway, but Nelson Lake is big at sixty-seven kilos. He's a yeah. big sixty-seven kilo fighter, and he's been active. Lotus hasn't yep. fought in three years. Yeah. In yep. fact, his last fight may have been you. Okay, yeah. I'd have to double check that. But I know he hasn't fought in three years. So it's a long time. That's a, that's a long... Even though he's a tie, he's only a young tie. He's only 22, 23-year-old boy. Yeah, so with, with um, 600 fights under the <laughs> yeah, belt already. No, no, he actually, he actually hasn't. No, it's, it's definitely... It's oh, like 60, it? yeah, 70 it's, it's, it's way under 100. Yeah, yeah, way okay. under 100, which is unusual that's for his very age. very unusual. Yeah. yeah, I don't think he maybe started as young as... Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not sure on the background. Gabe would be all over it. So, yeah, so, you know, if... If Nelson wins, this is great for Lackey, and and, mm. if, and if Lotus wins, it shows his class, and then and then you know then next show we'll, we'll step Lotus up with a with a, with a big fight as well because he yep. he is a young gun too. Yep. Yeah. So that's a great matchup. Yeah, it is a great matchup. Um, I was uh, excited to see that one. Yeah. Can't wait to see that one live. Um, look, we we um we've got some announcements to make this week, so I really can't spoil. It. I haven't stay, had a stay tuned, guys. Yeah, and I haven't had a chance to spo- uh, to to talk to Gab. Maybe this would have been a great forum to. Announce, but I, I, I probably no, sh- no. shouldn't do that. Let's but, um, not do that. No, no. Yeah. But no. there's 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 a there's a massive fight that we're about to announce, um, which everyone will know their names and uh, the fact that they're fighting each other is, is huge. Yeah. So that will that will um, I think that'll create a bit of noise. Yep. As will um, I can I suppose I can say the name. We are trying to match George. We're almost there, um, and um, and we're looking at bringing someone in, um, and f- which will be a massive huge fight. Yeah. Um, and so if we can if we can get this deal done, we'll hope we want to announce that before the weekend because it's uh, this weekend makes it six weeks as I've said. Yep. Okay. Yep. Awesome. Yeah. I've uh, got a uh, yeah. I've got a couple of fighters uh, hoping to get matched as well. So yes. Hopefully, um, all right, look, it's going to be a good card full of local talent. And and now that the borders what are down, yeah, gonna yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, th- I'm so excited as a coach, but also as a fan, mm-hmm. being able to get like WA man. It's so unique. Because over the last two years, two and a half years, we've got such talent that yeah. we've just been fighting amongst ourselves, mm-hmm. well, and it's world class. Domination it's two weeks ago was amazing. I mean, it was arguably the best card I've seen in Perth in a very long time, and it yeah. was all all <laughs> WA fighters. But yeah. I, w- I, I always say this: sharp iron sharpens iron. I mean, when you've yep. got yep. It, when you've got fucking That's why killers so here, good. man. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, when you got killers, yeah. same yeah. thing. But as a country, yeah. yeah. But so. the, the, man, this I don't know. Is it argue? Can we say this is the the Muay Thai here in a, in WA? Oh God, I don't want to I don't want to upset the East Coasters. 
I think if, if you're going to say what I think about it, so I think the rest of Australia acknowledges that yeah. WA is the best state. I yeah. don't think there's any doubt. Yeah. Guys like Pinky are very vocal about yeah, I know. how Pink. strong WA is. Great, great. Shout out to you, Pinks. Yeah, <laughs> and, and look, it's um, you know in the early 2000s it was all Queensland. Yeah, you know in the in the early mid 90s it was WA. Yeah, Queensland caught us. I think late 90s, mm-hmm. early 2000s with um, with um, evolution. Evolution. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, you know, you could just yeah. like, think yeah, about, Daddy Cool. The think whole about, think about the Queensland then. fighters, man. I'm like, you know, WA was a second state. But there was a gap. There was a massive yeah. gap between Queensland and WA. And I think mm. back then South Australia was probably third. Yeah. yeah. Um, yep. But as time has gone on, Queensland's probably dropped off a little bit. And WA's and always. I been don't think there's anything wrong in saying because most of Australia says that WA right now and for the last few years has, is definitely the strongest. So yeah. fucking the opening. So as a promoter, opening the borders, you can get some of these fighters from yeah. the East Coast. Like what about a Chad, a, a Chad Collins or something like that coming? Yeah, over? We, we've matched Chad Collins versus Duke a few times now, and it just keeps. And on. I've given up because of. Government yeah, stopping yeah. the borders and you know poor Chad and Duke they did camps. I know. Two weeks before we had to camp. I'd love to see Chad over here. Oh look, we'd, we'd love to get Chad here. Love to yeah. get Chad here for Tyler as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So you know, I'm Ooh. always. Ah, there's so many good fights. Oh, so I, I think you'll be competing with Blair on some of the matchups. Just my pants when you send them two names. Yeah. Look, we um, look, you know, Peasy, Chad's coach, Peasy, Mark Peasy is a great guy, and um, you know, Peasy wants to get Chad out there, and and Chad wants to fight. So yep. yeah, um, where, whether he fights Thai fight, domination or more Thai GP, there's there's enough good fights for Chad to to, to spread around. If um, Chad can still get to sixty three and a half or sixty four, yeah, mm. we'll match him with Duke as well. He tries to fight at sixty five. Six, well, I know that he was just matched for the world title at sixty six point seven, mm. but I don't know if that was just he was fighting for that because he got the chance at a world yeah, title, sure, yeah, or if up. that's where he's comfortable. Yeah, yeah, but you know, there's. I mean, Charlie Bubb is still, you know, still a great, uh, he's from New South Wales, but he's still a great fighter, still world ranked. So we, mm. you know, we actually signed Bub, uh, Charlie to a two-fight deal. So we need to bring him back for a second, which yep. we'll hopefully we can do that next year. And, um, I've seen on socials a couple of, maybe maybe a month ago, you were over in Melbourne. You've seen our great mate, Cy. Cy, yeah. Yeah, you um, caught up with Cy. Did, were, you, were you just catching up? And that's, that's the first no, time you... No, we're, um, we're actually doing a combined rebellion and Muay Thai... Gro- no, I'm just joking. Uh-huh. I was getting, no, that's, that's, <laughs> like, what? that's what I wanted. That's, that was my next question. No, right, you caught me off like, guard there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, this is awesome. Just in your face, Roy. <laughs> an exclusive here. Um, no, look, no. I actually uh, met Cy for the first time. Yeah, you know, exactly. Yeah. So we've talked heaps to Great each other guy. on comments, you know, on yeah, social media. Yeah, of course, of course. Um, but I've never met him. And... Um, so I'd put that I was in Melbourne and he kind of reached out and said, oh, how long are you Melbourne for? So I thought, oh, maybe there's a chance to meet the great man. So I sent him a message back saying, hey, I'd love to come and have a coffee with you. Pick your brains, have a chat. Yeah. Like he so loves a coffee. Yeah. Oh, so <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I went to his gym. and uh, Nice we, gym. What do you think, Jim? Yeah, that's it. Yep. Uh, walked up to the cafe and I think we had about an hour. We just yeah. just chatted Muay Thai. Nothing in particular, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Just uh, just in general. But it, yeah, it was really good to meet him. Well, I was, gonna, you know, I, my my, I was I was fantasizing about, you know, a Muay Thai Grand Prix champion versus a Rebellion champion. Then you <laughs> can call it the Striker Chat Belt or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> striker Chat, the, the Bundy, the Bundy, the BB, the, the, the Bundy Belt. The Bundy, Bundy is a podcaster now, a matchmaker, yeah. and trying <laughs> yeah. to be a promoter. <laughs> yeah. Look, um, oh, look at that. that. I don't know if that would ever happen, but no, he's, no, he's no, Sai's done a really good thing with his rebellion belts. Yes, and we we haven't gone down that road. We don't have an MTGP belt. Um, we, you know, we have we have um, you know the WB, WBC is our sanctioned body. Okay, However, yeah. you know, I you know Gavin, and I do talk about this. Whether or not it ever happens, I don't know. But the Muay Thai Grand Prix World Total belts are quite big overseas, mm. and you know maybe the Australian champ. We bring over an international one day yeah. for the Muay Thai Grand Prix world title. Who knows? I mean, that certainly would be like the uh, the old Raja 
versus mm. Lumpini shows where right. all the champions at each weight for yep. something like that. That'd so, so cool. maybe there's something in it. Uh, maybe there's something in bringing the two national MTGP champs to fight each other. Who knows? But yeah, there's, there's n- definitely we've hardly even talked about it. But yeah, in but the future, yeah. never say cool never. Cool ideas. Never say never. So um, matchmaking, mate. I know, I know we're jumping fucking here and there and everywhere. Mm. So how do you match, mate? Do you look at do you, do you look at the fighters and do you, like, stylistically, or wh- how would you match, mate? What, what, what um, you yeah, look. Um, I suppose you just you know G- Gav himself uh, is a is a bit of a, a, a Muay Thai connoisseur. Okay. I, if you ever wanted to, if you ever wanted to talk it. about the Thai stadium scene and know where all the fighters came from and what gyms they started and where they are now and who they are and who the coaches are, he's the man to talk to. So he does most of the matchmaking. But, but yeah? I, look, we both we both match, mate. Certainly, yeah. certainly, Darius has a good understanding because he's been here for so long with the gyms and the and the WA Muay Thai scene. So okay, that probably yeah. helps. Yeah, and, yeah. and certainly lot. working on all the shows, you get to see all the faces. Mm-hmm. Um, but look, Gav, Gav, um, yeah, he's a great matchmaker, and so he studies. He he knows. Okay, you know, yeah. he, you know, you just kind of have a bit of a. You start to learn, I suppose, um, as I've done the last couple of years, and you start to notice fighters. And sometimes you, you can you can match obvious fights, which any promoter could match. Yeah. Sometimes you can be a bit creative, which which I like to try and do, and be a bit outside the box and look at different weights and see if you can join the dots and get a wicked fight put together, which yeah. um, which is fun when you can pull that off. So. Yeah, so I yeah. think um I think like Lackey, well, I don't I wasn't aware that Lotus was coming back, but I think like. Lackey versus Lotus. That was all Gav. Yeah, that was all Gav. It's like one that I would never think of. You know, even if Lotus did come back, I wouldn't Mm. connect those dots. But then you see it and you're like, that makes so much sense. That's a good fight. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's, it's fun when you can think outside the square and there's matches. I mean, so many matches there. You've got to, I mean, we had a meeting last night and um, on on teams and you've got to get all the names on, on, you've got all the names out on your paper or your notes and you've got to, you know, Put the, put the pieces together put to, to get a show together. It's like, yeah. a, uh, like one of those crime scene boards where you're trying to... <laughs> just yeah. Like got the string boom, going boom, everywhere. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> I mean, there's heaps, of, there's heaps of obvious fights, right? Like yeah. uh, Damon versus Tyler was first done in Epic. Um, I actually ref that fight when Tyler won by um, head kick. And then we had the second fight on our show and then and then we had the national title on, on domination. So there's some obvious fights too, right? Yeah. Um, but it's, it's good when you can be creative as well. I quite like that side of it. Um, and yeah, and Gab's, that's Gab's strengths when it comes to matchmaking as well. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Do you, yeah, any more questions there, Roy? No, I think we've pretty much covered most things, man. Uh, we could go, I think we could go like um, <laughs> behind the scenes. But <laughs> off, air, <laughs> off air, we were talking a lot <laughs> about other things. <laughs> but, mate, mate, thanks once again, Darius, for joining us here on Striker Chat, man. Your humility and your knowledge of the sport has been remarkable, man. Oh, thank and, you. And, and I really thank you for that. Do you have anything? Any buys? Any any shout outs? Oh, or? just thanks for anyone that's uh, going to listen. Thank you. And um, yeah, shout out for our show, Muay Thai Grand Prix, Muay Thai Grand June Prix. 25th. June 25th. We're back at Curtin Stadium. We're so excited to be back there. Restrictions are off. We're hoping uh, for, a, for a bumper crowd and we're certainly bringing Definitely. in some stars. So um, yeah. watch this space. Keep an eye out, guys, on the, uh, on the social media. So Muay yes. Thai Grand Prix. Um, on the Instagram, I think it's Muay Thai Grand Prix Australia. Yeah, Muay Thai yep. Grand Prix yep. Australia. And they'll be Facebook announcing all the they'll be announcing all the matches and obviously the Facebook pages too. Mm. And and um, yeah, don't forget mate. to follow Striker Chat as well. Yeah, on our Instagram. Yeah, follow Striker Chat, mate. Please subscribe on Spotify, iTunes, and SoundCloud, and join our groups, our social groups, on uh, and the conversation <laughs> on our socials. Um, that's on Instagram and Facebook. Um, but before we go, man, I just want to thank the listeners from last week. We dropped that episode. In in 24 hours, we had that episode last week, Rebels Rants. That was our greatest episode by 
by far. I love like, that Rebels rant. <laughs> Rebel, you've got to do a Rebels rant. A five yeah, minute sec, uh, section every week. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, it was good. Yeah, look, I think we should, but it'll probably go longer than five minutes. Yeah, no, it'll be good. <laughs> but uh, thanks everyone out there, um, mate. Um, have a good week, boys. Uh, oh, by the way, we won't be back next week. I'm away, so the week after, I think we're going to post some some questions. Yes, yeah, so I'll be um, I'll be posting. I've already posted a question. So if anyone would like any topics discussed, um, controversial or not, Muay Thai related or not, go controversial. I want to hear the rants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it might contribute to my ranting. Yeah, uh, hit me up on my uh, Instagram, which is Roy underscore the underscore Rebel. Yeah. Yeah. Where can we? Have you got Instagram? Have you got any? Um, I have. I'm not a big user of Instagram. Um, I think I'm uh, uh, D <laughs> underscore Shane Douch. <laughs> on Facebook, you Give us all a follow me. anyway. <laughs> Just I'm give old. us a follow. <laughs> yeah. But until yeah. then, until a couple of weeks, boys. Peace. See ya. See you later. Thanks for having me, boys. Thank no you. Worries. See ya. Cheers. Oh.